0: dad bod rap pod new year same dads uh we're back it's fucking 2019 guys it is
1: yo we made it i'm not doing happy new year
0: why not uh, why
1: not <laughs> take the year off <laughs> i don't know i'm just i have been a little salty to get back to work i guess uh, i'm just not doing it everyone's yeah. like uh, happy new year. like it's forced
0: you're not excited for the football championships?
1: <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, like our, our
0: city hosted the um, the the college football exploitation championships, and um,
1: I believe the game is literally on. It's right it's now. on right now, yeah. and
0: it's like it seems like seven people came to town. Like our city totally pulled their panties down and was so excited for Clemson and whoever other Alabama. Southern yeah, whatever. Yehus, and they just didn't come. I don't know. I didn't see a bunch of weird collegey people downtown, but. Whatever the case, um, yeah, that's like a New Year's thing. Did you guys party at all, New Year's?
2: No, old man. I Very mean, I had, a, had a couple drinks, but been under the weather, so it's a, my exciting
1: story. Oh man, yeah, I had like three quarters of a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, did not leave the house. Yeah. What did you do, man?
0: Um, same. Yes, I had like <laughs> I had like two Coronas and a fucking couple sips of mezcal and like fought to stay up till about yeah m- midnight. Yeah, I had an
1: evening coffee. To make it to New Year's, nice. like, uh, my wife has been very bummed the last couple of years. I'm like falling asleep at 11:30. <laughs> so the
2: this, we,
0: the weather wasn't cooperative this
2: year yeah. either.
1: No,
0: no. Well, we're we're definitely sticking to our demographic and being complete, completely <laughs> washed. Although, although you know, looking back and reflecting on it, do you really have like a hardcore like, oh, that New Year's? We really killed it. We did X. Like, I do, actually. I have do a few. You? Yeah, <laughs> I, have a, I
2: have quite a few. Actually, okay. New Year's is the only time I really go hard. New Year's and a birthday, but this year, nah. Birthday, probably not, too. actually I
1: probably have more Dave's birthdays where I go hard than mine, but, yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. I mean, that's okay.
2: when I turn my house into an opium Some den. Some
1: legendary house parties in Santa Clara. <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't... I had a, a New Year's. I think my most memorable one is I got I think this was, like, 08. I got kicked out of, like, a neighborhood. You know those neighborhood bars where, like, people from a neighborhood come? The local alcoholics kind of come there. So there's this neighborhood bar. It's not there anymore. Um, and I'm glad, and you'll understand why after the story. Um, I went to this neighborhood bar because, like, a a decent cover band was playing there. I had saw them on, on my birthday, and, and I was like, oh, you know, let's, let's do that just to get out the fucking house and i go to this club it's packed um and my wife goes to sit down and some old kind of hugh hefner broke ass <laughs> hugh hefner dude comes up behind her and is like you're in my seat and i'm like i don't know bro this is a bar like uh there's no assigned seating fam it's it's all good like in those
1: kind of bars there kind of is yeah, yeah yeah
0: totally yeah and then the 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 you know the bartender uh woman was like, "Yeah, that's his seat. Like, you need to raise up." I'm like, ah, "I paid thirty bucks. I, I think <laughs> I think we're staying." And My wife is that type that's like, "No, fuck you. We're staying." <laughs> um, and so so yeah, he kind of like kind of brushed her a little bit, and I'm I'm, I'm not the vi- I'm totally not that violent dude until you get to that level. right right. And so um yeah so I'm a, I'm a gonna you know I'm about to go to blows with Hugh Hefner. And they literally threw me out. No Yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Security Short put night. hands on me. Yeah, and just was like, get the fuck out. Um, and that place closed down not long after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't I didn't even shit. And I don't even remember getting lit that night. I was just so fucking pissed. Jeez. Yeah, that um, sucks, dude. And I, yeah, I want to say that's the only time I've been kicked off the club.
2: I'm heated just hearing it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Uh, I don't even remember what that shit was called. It was like a Foxworthy. I should have known. It was like right there where the Walgreens used to be. It's all bad. Uh,
1: yeah, the, I used to find those neighborhood bars like kind of like charmingly creepy. Right and now it's right. just creepy. Yeah, it's a
0: it's a
2: it's a thin line. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Well, I think before we had a, a term for it, which is called Trump supporter. <laughs> we did. We did. We didn't, I was like, there's some. There's a vibe that's off here. Yeah. Like, um. So yeah, I was uh, I was forcefully ejected from that, and yeah, I even coming over here, I was just I was just searching. You guys are more lit than I. Is. Apparently, if is. You, if, if we go, you go hard
1: every like three years or so, like is last, it? last year or maybe it was two years ago. Now we like got a house in wine country and met up with friends nice. and like fully partied, and then all the other years I just like to stay home. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. It is amateur night though. You know what I mean? Oh my god!
1: So it's, it's so amateur. The night. last time we went out went out was um. The guy from Liquid Liquid was DJing in oh, San Francisco. That's when Lucy and I were first dating, dude. And uh, we took the train up to San Francisco to go meet up with Dave and some other friends at a bar. I'm never going to remember totally. the name of. Don't like remember Geary and like Union Square, kind of. Yeah,
2: you guys got a room or something? Yeah, right? we got
1: a hotel. Um, various things happened that night, uh, but the thing that was really memorable for me is like you guys know how you can drink on the Caltrain. Yeah, uh, we yeah. got like a super head start because someone jumped on the tracks. Ooh. And the um,
0: two hour delay
1: it kind of it wasn't that long because we were kind of getting to the point where it was like, are we staying on the train and drinking or getting in the car and going? Because uh, like at that point, it was we had to go meet up with our friends and see. Right. I think it was a uh, what's his name? Sal Principato, man, from uh uh, Liquid Liquid yeah, was yeah, DJing yeah. Played White Lines at 12.05 and everybody yep. left Yep, pretty much, pretty much White Lines and White Lines Yeah, <laughs> exactly, it was, it was a fun night But yeah, that was the last time I remember Like, That's really, crazy,
2: like, what was that, 8 years ago? It's
1: probably more like 10 Jesus Yeah, we've been married for 8 and together oh, for 10 Oh my goodness so, Yeah, it was, I know we were not married yet we were No, yeah, definitely In the dating phase Definitely, I think
0: Dina was there
1: Yes wow yeah so okay that was fun (laughs) okay okay so the the
0: lesson here kids is don't get old Um, (laughs) don't go out on new year i just i think to your point dave it is it is amateur night and um lames go out with the intent to get super trashed right um, right. which is which is usually bad times so um, traversing
2: throw up you know what i mean yeah yeah
0: Yeah. well i think you know especially as somebody who works in nightlife you could kind of you know you don't want to get away from that uh definitely oh, that Yahoo scene. <laughs> um so so resolutions, anyone? Anyone? God damn it, Nate. Give oh, me something We have to do one something. for
1: work and last year I did uh make more healthy choices. Oh my goodness. And I <laughs> quit drinking for three months and got slightly less fat. So well, I think that, okay. I kept it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't do bullshit like that though. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I just live life, dude. Totally. Every day is a new struggle. It's like I don't need to uh, p- plot the course for the ship. Project in that out way. in the future. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I have tons of projects I'm working on. I'm not going to like resolve to finish them. That's just my life. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've been at the gym every day. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only for the last six, not for the previous. He's uh, like, I've been at the gym all 364.
0: Year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, well, shit. Yeah. I don't. I. I. am with you. Actually. I don't. I really. There's really. How can you improve perfection? No. Um, no. I. I. I just gave up meat on a whim last year. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, Has it I'll been give a, a year? Um, almost. Yeah. Wow. And so I don't, I don't know. I'll give up something else just because um, I am on a minimalist kick now. And I believe it's all about just being in a white room. Um, clutching with black curtains. With black curtains. Clutching my one favorite record. That's, <laughs> that is the goal. And I'll keep working towards it. Um, hopefully you guys had a good new year. We are back. This is season two of the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Um, episode 51, we are going to give you um, a primer on an emergent rap click out of Buffalo, New York, of all places, called Griselda. Um, super dope. We have a uh, writer who's who's written about them quite a bit, Riley Wallace, who we'll be talking to in just a moment. And then we're going to share some of our favorite tracks um, from their collective. So stay tuned to dad bod rap pod we'll be right back All right, we're back. Dad bod rap pod as promised. Uh, today we're gonna do uh, Griselda 101. For those of you that have may have heard a little something about them, haven't heard something about them, um, incredible record label movement out of Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. And to help us, um, kind of bring this into focus, we have a hip hop writer uh, extraordinaire. His bylines include Hip Hop DX as well as Exclaim. Uh, we are happy to have Riley Wallace on. How you doing, man? Not too
3: bad, brother. Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, so, so you've you've done a, um, some reviews on Griselda. You've kind of covered them. When did you first learn about the the click? And when did you start first engaging with their material? Kind of help us, you know, figure out when when this kind of started
3: jumping off absolutely um now i mean they were kind of floating around for a while so griselda has been doing stuff for for a while and it's crazy if you go back far enough um conway has some stuff on that piff that's like kind of trap music like mm-hmm. it's, it's completely different than the music they make now so i mean it's it's something they always kind of wanted to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean they've always been kind of doing rap but um yeah they just kind of made tons of mixtapes made Got tons of noise. Um, you know, I think a lot of legends were fucking with them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, Kooji cool Raps. Like, that kind of people were getting with them. Um, they eventually got down with Shady. But it's, it's kind of crazy because most people would sign to Shady and that's when you would kind of pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, but it's like when they signed to Shady, they did this thing where they sort of, like, wiped themselves off the net a little bit. Mm-hmm. So... So that's where it's weird. Like, if you start Googling them, like, um, like I was, I was kind of into like their old, like their first few tapes, but I got really obsessed with it because of the mysteriousness of it, if that makes sense. Like it's so like, I'm, I'm a crate digger. Right. So I like weird, like, you know, weird singles that are only on white labels that you can't quite cop and stuff. And that's like their whole shit. Right. Pretty, pretty much. Like, um, so I remember like even a few years ago finding, um, like, on Reddit, people are making threads, like, like, I kind of know about Griselda, but I can't quite make sense of it, because they, it's like they don't exist on the internet, which is bizarre, mm. because they should. Because they're signed to Shady, and I, I'm hearing about them, but I can't find them. Mm. And, like, weird things, like, they have, um, you know, like, Griselda has a SoundCloud page, right? And they had, like, they, they were posting shit onto up to a point, but then Conway would drop, like, a tape, and, like, like the black tape, and it wouldn't be on the Griselda page, it would be on a weird new SoundCloud page that you've never seen before. That would then disappears. And then there's like um, dope like like uh, like the record label that puts out like, you know, indie shit and Dope will put out like a physical copy of it and then it sells out. Right. And then it's gone. You're like you're like the fuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so you gotta really like work hard to kind of piece it together, which I think makes it kind of more Exciting and organic for some people. Mm-hmm. Like I think it weeds out people who just aren't real fans. Mm. But the thing about it, is dope, and that you touched on, is that all this shit is dope. Yeah. So it's like when you when you kind of work hard and you find this music, it's always good. Like you never you're never kind of disappointed with it.
0: So so just for for folks because we're we're trying to bring the the newbies on board here. Griselda Records consists of who who are the players here that we're talking about.
3: The major artists on the label are um this conway the machine and um and west side gun so they're their brothers mm-hmm. um and they also have benny benny the butcher so yeah. benny they're all kind of like and that's what's cool about them too is it's, it feels like a family business right mm-hmm. so they've all known each other forever but benny just got down with griselda i think 20 early 2017 mm. um if you go back on Conway's Instagram, there's like a, there's like a specific day where they're like he's down with Griselda now. Mm, okay. Um, and there's there's also side artists so there's like Macami is I don't know if he's on the label but he's an affiliate. He's label. had releases that have come out. Yeah. So they do have a few like kind of sub affiliates. Um, those are the major artists. You know, those three right now and they're they're killing it, man. Literally everything they drop is just absolute fire.
2: Yo man, well this is a little bit of a, you know, like Damon was saying a primer for uh, listeners who, you know, haven't really gotten down with Griselda yet. What's your favorite Griselda project and talk a little bit about that?
3: Um, this year I think my favorite project was Supreme Blind Tell. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, it's just absolute Well, you see, it's tough because again, everything they drop is fire and everything they drop like each project that comes Next is, is really dope. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's 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 not like a label where you could say like you know at some point if you're arguing about Jay Z everyone goes back and says reasonable doubts it that's it right. you know what I'm saying? Right. And everyone kind of have like their own era of Jay Z like everything these guys do is is, is dope and so Supreme Blind Tell was ill but Tana Talk Three that new Benny is like mm-hmm. a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a masterpiece if you if you like like that kind of '90s like you know, only built for Cuban links kind of aura of 90s grimy hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a masterpiece. You know what I mean? But then Hermes, you know, um, raised Hermes six was dope too. And then Conway just dropped an album, you know what I mean? Like a few weeks ago and it's absolute fire. <laughs> absolute That's fire. It's a
1: good problem to have.
3: You know, <laughs> it's a great problem to have. And it's crazy too. What, what I think is, is kind of the most um, kind of exciting part about them is it, it's really um, kind of in the kind of the douchey way that RZA tried to put value back on music Mm -hmm. by making this album that nobody could buy except for one person for a million dollars to kind of create value. Um, They're kind of doing the same thing Like people are buying their shit, right? Like people are buying their albums. Like if you try to buy the hard copies, they're gone. They're gone like in three minutes.
1: It's almost like a shoe drop or something where you have to be in line and pre-order and just like, put resources toward getting the physical project
3: exactly which is dope which is such a such a weird thing to you know what i mean it makes me feel like a kid like going to the store to try to buy album. yeah like it, for sure it, it has that kind of feeling about it
4: uh, how uh, even, you even, even conway's
3: right? latest album i had to actually in order for me to review conway's album i had to purchase it wow like it's not can't, can't scream it like i i i bought a copy of it wow. which is which is crazy, you know what I yeah, mean? Have you been keeping up no, with all I, I the releases?
1: Like, are you able to get what you
3: need? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but but that, it's a level they've of education. They've been doing digital drops,
1: yeah, mm, for sure.
3: Like for example, when he did uh, he did Hitler, Hermes, um, Hitler with Hermes Six, um, it was only physical. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was literally only physical. So I ordered it, but I guess what had happened is people were complaining that they ordered it, but I guess there's a couple weeks of you know what I mean of downtime so people mm. were getting kind of antsy so so then he ended up dropping it on um on title mm. but right now Westside, side on um, how he's putting stuff on title so he's put like his older mixtapes yeah like they just kind of pop up because yep. title's kind of cool like that right like titles putting like they're putting old mixtapes and shit yeah, right that's kind of title the title jam but um so he's got a lot of his catalog there um Benny's new, newest album is there yeah. and some of his old stuff is there Con- Conway's a ghost Conway <laughs> got you gotta just find it like it's not it's not on any streaming network it just kind of floats around yeah. so I mean this if you look yeah. around on YouTube you can find it but it's um yeah man if you want to get the whole catalog it's crazy because if you talk about it some people it I don't want to say elitist but because of <laughs> You you kind of create that air, right? Yeah, where mm-hmm. some people are elitist, they're like, "Oh, you, you don't have on the Brazola records," so they like take pictures of the collection. It'll have like every tape and shit. You're like, "Oh my god!" Right. Like, <laughs> uh,
1: how much do you think where they're from Buffalo and the fact that that's kind of not a known hip hop market um, affects their music and their this kind of uh, mystique you're talking about?
3: It kind of, it, it, it does create this kind of cool, like sort of underdog mm. mentality, right? Like they're from New York, but they're, like, New York State tip of New York State. Like, as far as you can get, they're, like... You know, and literally nobody's popped from Buffalo, right, really. Right, you know what right. I mean? Since they're, like, I the first artist <laughs> ever sign a label deal. Which is, there's not that many places in uh, New York State where you can be the first person to still sign mm, um, an actual deal. And, I mean, I think I do think the fact that... I, I just think it's cool that they signed the Shady, but didn't, didn't like... They didn't, I don't say run with it Mm -hmm. as fast as they should have yet, but they're really, really milking the indie grind before kind of dropping something official. Because that's something else, too, right? Is that they've never really, they haven't dropped like an official, like, I'm on Shady Records, here's my Mm -hmm. breakout project, Mm -hmm. right? They have have yet to do that. They're just kind of dropping appetizer after appetizer. So they 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 haven't even really gotten started.
0: Do you do you think they will oh, yeah. be like? There's the they... major label one.
3: Oh, they will. They definitely will. And I, I actually talked to Westside Gun um, last summer, right before he dropped um, Supreme Blind Tell. And I was asking about that. And I mean, he he kind of he kind of holds on to the fact that he's like, listen, the same. He said the same Westside Gun that you're getting now like Supreme Blind West Westside Gun, will be the same Westside Gun you're gonna see like probably 2019 on Shady. It's just going to be like on steroids, right? It's just going to be with, you know, the biggest possible marketing machine you could have behind it. Um, and it's interesting, at that time, I'd asked him about Conway because he hadn't dropped... I think he did Black Tape, but he had been relatively quiet, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he said that he was 90% done his Shady album wow. at that point. Wow. That was like maybe July or something. Mm. And he said, he said it's like he it was crazy. Like he's trying new... You know, he's trying new things. And that's another thing, too, is they stay really their sound is very consistent. Mm-hmm. So whenever they do something like, um, if all of a sudden Conway's on a boom bat beat, it really, it pops, you know what I mean? Because you don't right. you don't hear him on that very often. They keep a very specific vibe. So he kind of alluded to that, that Conway's kind of doing some different things and kind of just like showing a bit of variety. So so it's, it's exciting. If you've been follow it's cool if you've been following them for a while because they, they're going to blow up. Mm-hmm. Like there's literally no... And in many ways, they've made it. They're they're good to go. Like I don't know if you follow them on social media stuff, but they're good. Like they're
1: we just been dipping they, into the uh, rapper they, Instagrams a little bit. It seems like West Side Gun is based in Atlanta now, or spending time in Atlanta now. And yeah, dude, it's it it, it looks like he's doing quite well for himself.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was another thing he was very uh, adamant about. He's like he's like he, he's living everything he's talking about. Like that's that's what he's doing. Like he's living <laughs> in a big house. Driving crazy cars Like You know Like He, he, he collects art yeah. They're super super Into wrestling Like um,
1: <laughs> Were you into wrestling? <laughs> do you get all those references? I, yeah Yeah
3: I think it's They're like um, They're like the kings of wrestling rap Right now yeah. Right <laughs> They i an watch, honorable
1: so. mention To uh, Action Bronson But other than that They are definitely right. up there yeah, um, yeah I stopped watching yeah. wrestling In like Bronson. the 90's So The whole like Chris Benoit thing on supreme blind tell was kind of like the first time i was hearing that stuff and my wife kept asking me like are you watching the news or like wrestling (laughs) like what is that and i was just like these are skits kind of it's hard to explain i'm getting educated about chris Benoit's tragic career um so do you think they'll ever do a group album
3: um i don't know yeah i don't know and it's interesting. I mean, they've sort of done one. Um, I can't ask the name of the tape eludes me. They've sort of done one before. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, is like in, like now will they, I don't know. Um, only because they have seem to have done such a good job kind of building their own yeah, individual artist sure. names. it be
1: kind of tight if they reverse uh, Wu-Tang. <laughs>
3: right. You, no, you know, it, it's very, it's very much like that. And, um, And it is very, and I'm sure it's not lost on them, but it is a little, it's a little confusing. Like Griselda is confusing if you search (laughs) it, right? Because if you you go to Griselda page, it just is kind of like a, like a link share that kind of links you off to sub stores of artists, right? Like who are the artists? How do they connect? It doesn't really have any of that information. Like I think there's a Wikipedia for Westside and I think everyone else just kind of is a name on that. So, so it is kind of like you just kind of need to know. You got to research it, right. but um, but I mean they're, they're everywhere lately, right? So I, I think it um, I think the story will all kind of come out, which I think is I think it's a good thing. I think it's good that the kind of the cat is not out the bag, a hundred percent, right? Because they have like um, I mean Conway's story is a lot like it's not it's not like Fifty Cent's story, like it's how it happened, but it's he kind of has that mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You. you Kind of survive. He survived something like insane, right? right? So he does kind of have that with them, and he does talk about it a little bit, but he hasn't explored it that much, you know. And they've all gone through so much stuff, and they've they've lost people. They've all been in jail. They've all been shot, stabbed. Like they have such an such an incredible kind of breadth of stories that they just kind of like just kind of touch on. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like really, they're like a, they're like an iceberg. So it's kind of. Uh, <laughs> it's exciting if you if you kind of follow and i think the most exciting part about it is that i feel like it's hip hop for us you know what i'm saying it's hip hop for older people it's not this isn't for kids right. they're not children they're like they're in their 30s they're mm-hmm. grown men making hip hop that we kind of grew up on <laughs> so
0: yeah so can you can you talk we've talked a lot about the the spitters in the group can you talk a little bit about derringer and how his that's kind of their their in house producer. Can you talk about how his um, kind of sound architecture lends to the whole Griselda mystique?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's kind of the special sauce of it too, right? Because um, they're not just a bunch of random voices making random music that's kind of loosely linked. Like, like things from Griselda sound like things from Griselda, mm-hmm. that. Um, and it's because they're just making that the kind of dark grimy sometimes it's beats with no drums like just real real like dark vibes like music you listen to to do really messed up shit you know what i mean and <laughs> that should be a tagline for that
2: <laughs>
3: <really>. absolutely <laughs> and i mean there's other producers that are kind of in a circle that they've kind of attracted right like crisis is one that's been on a couple of other right. projects alchemist, alchemist is someone yeah, that does a know. lot of work with them right um, mugs like they're kind of attracting people that are making that kind of hip hop it's kind of like a second coming there's no one else really really doing this sound to i think a marketable degree that they're taking it to mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. think of think about it like um like rock marciano if he went if he signed to shady yeah,
1: <laughs> it right. kind of feels that, like it just sounds weird yeah it, it, but
3: it, this, right? is, this is a version <laughs> of it
1: that's working, and I think we'll we'll just get bigger.
3: Oh, for sure, for sure. And, I mean, you start thinking about once they start actually telling their stories, but then they start bringing up, like, affiliate artists, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Griselda starts... Griselda could become what Shady was to Aftermath at one point. Um, it it really could analogy. get to that point. It is a really yeah. good analogy. Do you
0: do you have any concerns with um because we've seen this in hip hop so many times when when the underdog gets on the big stage and then, you know, they have that kind of like disappointing album, they bring in the singers, they get the the glitzy producer, um, because they've got the big budget, right? Do you have any kind of um concern or trepidation about that kind of mainstream, you know, let's be on the top of Spotify playlist sound infecting Griselda?
3: Um, Well, it's interesting. I mean, I mean, to a degree, that's, I guess that's what happened to 50, right? Mm -hmm. Like the 50 that we all kind of like just became, you just became an old guy trolling people and (laughs) it just, that kind of, the edge, you know what I mean? Like, like I saw so, the other day, I, um, I posted all my on my uh, Instagram, I don't know if you guys remember the Beast DVDs.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Um,
3: and, and the one where they were specifically talking about Ja Rule and Fifty Cent, mm-hmm. and they they have this scene where Fifty Cent is like, I don't know where I guess he's in like a hotel or something. He's on the balcony and he's talking about, um, he's like, "Why don't you go hang? You know, you you sing a duets. Mm-hmm. You know, you pop.
4: Yeah.
3: Why don't you go hang out with Britney Spears?" Right. <laughs> and then he looks back at the camera and he goes, he goes. You know, I really hate that guy. I really I really don't like Ja Rule. <laughs> and it's, and it's go, go Google that after our conversation. Okay. It's the okay. greatest. I think hilarious. I watched that about a thousand times in a row the other day. But <laughs> he looks back and says, I really don't like Ja Rule. But, it, but the funniest thing about that, like, I posted that and I got, like, everyone was like, oh my God, like, the comments, right? But um, the number one comment is the hilarity is he became hey, ja exactly ja yeah. what he hated about Ja Rule. Right. Mm-hmm like 100% and in some ways he was actually already on that job right Right, in in, in many ways um see so so I think kind of the difference there is that I don't like I don't think this would work with Griselda I think if Griselda tried to do like mainstream pop shit I think it would I don't think it would work right I Mm -hmm. think it would be yeah and like I think they would alienate their audience so dramatically and I don't think I think the other side of the audience. I don't think they would like. I just don't think they would accept it. Mm. So I think they have the kind of unique position, especially the way they're kind of doing. Almost feels like hand to hand selling mm-hmm. CDs and like you know, it's just it's just a bit you know that on kind of steroids. But I think I think they've created this like weird, mysterious, almost MF Doomish okay.
4: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: following that they've uh, for some reason Shady lo- I, I, I mean I, it's not some reason I know why he loves it um, I just feel as long as they just literally keep doing exactly what they're doing um, I I don't I think the only difference would be Shady is putting it in stores yeah maybe Conway's shit is now right. streamable but be okay with literally you. I think as long as they do yeah I want to have to like, like, ghost you know?
1: pelunking for every single mixtape I just want it to come to me sometimes
3: <laughs> I hundred percent. hundred
1: percent.
2: Really? Have you? Um...
1: Um,
3: yeah. And I mean, some of them are really boring. You also don't want to pay $30 for every CD. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, if you, if you try to go back at back catalogs, like you can go on YouTube, but the other day, um, like most people do on new year's Eve, I was on discogs spending <laughs> all my money, <laughs> finding records. Um, but I mean, man, I was trying to get flag on vinyl. And I, I think it was like the cheapest I could find. It was like $500. Ooh. Like, GD, Right. Whoa. like, like, their shit is like no one has it. You know what I mean? Wow. So if you want if you're trying to get hard copies, you're you're spending. Like you're you're buying like artwork. You have to start a rap less, career right? so, so you can afford it. A hundred percent, right? A hundred percent. And they're charging you shipping. It's crazy. <laughs> but um <laughs> Boom boom boom. And some of it's on vinyl, some of it's not on vinyl, some of it's on cassette, you know? Wow. And then you have shit like um when Westside Gun put out he put out um, this this little two song EP with um, with MF Doom. Right,
1: that was how I first heard I don't, of him. Guys right. remember that? Outside I do.
3: And that shit, I think that shit. People are selling that for like twelve hundred bucks and stuff, Wild. like crazy numbers, man.
2: Wild. Yeah. <laughs> hey Riley, so like,
3: if you got your hands on that, like the right time <laughs> to come up, it was like oh, an, it was a good investment. So
2: just, moving forward, um, uh, what do you envision for Griselda, um, especially after the um, Shady Records um, deal and just uh, for twenty nineteen?
3: um like i said like i kind of i kind of envision I, I like i don't want it to get as maybe diluted as a wu-tang um because i mean wu-tang i love wu-tang and i like to you know i like to put the original brand of wu-tang sound as a quality but wu-tang watered their shit all the way down right like i mean there's like affiliates of affiliates of affiliates right like <laughs> And then those people get married and have a kid, and that kid is like, you know, automatic like <laughs> born into group kind of thing. Like it's really, really, it's really bad. You know what I mean? But um, but I, I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like, like they're not, they're not little kids. You know what I mean? They can make, what, they can do what they're doing forever, but but they're not little kids. But I envision them being able to kind of bring in a new generation of like this type of shit. And you know, it's just there's just a certain brand of hip hop that just needs. And these OGs that are still on the come up, mm. that you still kind of have, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. And I mean, like the music that we like, that we grew up on, nothing doesn't have OGs. But I mean, the closest you're getting is like, you know, Coogee rap, you know, connecting with Necro kind of thing. Right. Like, <laughs> you understand? Like, yeah. or there's like, um, you know, Joey Badass. But artists like that, they they do eventually, you know, go mainstream and kind of go the other way. They don't mm. really there needs to be, there need, there. there's always going to be a market for music like Griselda's making. And they just need somebody to kind of champion it. So it's, um, it's definitely a good look for, for old heads that, <laughs> that kind of miss that Ross down. It's not forced. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not as pop and commercials. 50 cent is kind of morphed it into, you know, throughout that weird mixtape era that happened in the 2003 through like 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean kudos to Shady, man. That's that's a good look. Yeah. That's a good look. Very very A yeah, lot of a lot smart. of people like to slam the slim Shady, but like that's <laughs> that's some that's some you know what I mean? That's some real ear to the street shit. Yeah. In right. all honesty. That's a uh,
0: For real. For real. Well, Riley, we wanna we wanna thank you for uh for coming on and, and getting our listeners hip to the new movement. Um do you wanna do you wanna plug anything? Do you got do you got any pieces coming out? Um anything you wanna plug in, in closing here?
3: Oh man, I'm always I'm always working on stuff. Um, I have a playlist called On the Cusp. Okay. Um, you can you you can find me on um you can find me on the internet. It's RileyWallaceWrites dot com. Okay. Super simple. Um, so you can go there. I have all my links to everything there, man. You can um, if you're artist and you want to um, you think there's something I should be listening to. Um, I always I always look for pitches. You know I, I'm always open to uh, to whatever, man. So. It's for pieces, it's hard. I I write. I'm I'm an everyday kind of writer, so uh, there's always gonna be there'll always be something, and I you know I don't know exactly what this is dropping. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there's there's always something. So RileyWallaceWrites man. I'm around. Look for me. Awesome, okay,
0: man. Hey, thanks for coming on the program, man. Hope to talk to you again soon.
3: Yeah, absolutely, thank you so much, guys. All right, thanks, man. Peace. Thank you.
0: dad bod rap pod we are back um shout out again to riley wallace uh uh who was kind enough to come on and and is is a Griselda super fan uh apparently which is which is real dope because um that was
2: really informative yeah, yeah. lot yeah. Of, lots of knowledge and uh you know thank you for that dude
0: yeah that was that was some dope insights so so yeah so we we aren't experts like Riley per se I
1: kind of feel like we kind of ignored them last year like we we all spent so much more time listening to hip-hop but I definitely listened to Blind Tell same. and yeah, Tana same. Talk but I didn't really consider it to be on the level of like year of list kind of thing mm-hmm. right. and I, now I feel a little weird about that like it's <laughs> just as good as a lot of the things I considered to be good enough right so I don't know why quite that didn't click for me or they didn't seem to be right and I think part of it is probably because of the Hitler stuff Yeah, 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 because
0: that was our conversation. um, So so West Side Gun has a series of releases. There's like uh, Hitler Wears Hermes, Hitler's Dead, Um, and, you know, PSA, I just, I kind of think it's a little cheesy, and I know the word insensitive is not very hip-hop, but (laughs) insensitive (laughs) to kind of use Hitler as kind of a... So I don't know if
1: you listened to it, but they were on rap radar uh, with Alea Wilson, and Mm -hmm. he, he, he... Goes into why, because they kinda ask him why. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he was doing a play on Devil Wears Prada. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, Devil no, I, Wears I Prada, that. Hitler wears Hermes, I'm like, okay, uh, okay. I I, okay. I I get it. I get it. Yeah. That the made devil, more sense than anything I had heard before. The, the devil's right. a
0: metaphorical character. Hitler killed six million people. Right. Let's maybe not use him as a thing. But right. um I think their movement wasn't, I didn't have an awareness of them as a movement. I knew about West Side Gun a little bit. Yeah. Same. Um Blantel was a dope record. Yeah. Um yeah. and so so yeah, you know, we're just kind of um kind of filling in the back gaps in our knowledge. But as Riley alluded to, they've done this great job of being mysterious mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the with the physical releases. As I was kind of researching for the segment, you gotta really poke around and right.
1: um and so, try to find some of these so things just as to kind of continue PSAing or however you would say that um, when Riley mentions the record label dope, it's D a U P E. Oh yes. Okay. So I didn't know you if meant. you're okay. looking for vinyl, especially they, they seem to handle mostly the West side gun stuff and they're based in the UK. Mm. So they dropped the Hitler vinyl, Hitler six VI vinyl last Monday at 4 PM London time. So the levels of research you have to do to know how to get that record is... Because it's gone now. Right. Follow them, yep. know how to spell it. when it, every, They always say it is dope, yeah. so you have to know that. Then you have to do the little time conversion, have the credit card Man. info in the wallet wow. electronically kind of get in line and then get it's like Jeez. getting some fucking supreme shit and totally. it's like and there's there's a reason why every kid thinks supreme is the coolest thing in the world cuz not everyone has it so right, right. they're they're doing something right they're doing something kind of cool with that but like i'm a simple man like record store credit card totally. go totally. home put the record on like that's my life right, i don't spend right. a ton of time researching hard to find new records mm-hmm. i have enough mm-hmm. going on with like the shit i'm trying to find from totally. my, <laughs> the psych rock and the totally. you know the sweet soul right, records right. i need in my life so it's tough for me to convert and do like this okay i'm gonna like get in line s- specifically for some record i usually uh, they drop it first you haven't even heard it yet yeah right which is right, like yeah. I don't, i'm investing well, hours of my time at least 50 bucks And something I haven't heard yet, and they, Mm -hmm. they have a high standard of quality, but... -hmm. I don't know. Also, where am I playing this record (laughs) while I do the (laughs) dishes? Family reunions. Yeah, I'm like not like you know, our at our little DJ nights in the jazz cafe in downtown San Jose. Are they really ready for some West Side (laughs) Boom Boom Boom?
2: Um, I think it says a lot that these dudes have built such a lore in like what like four years. Really, you know what I mean? And you know, I think it's really cool that they're like 30 year olds. They're like our our age. Yeah, totally. They're honing into this exact little benchmark in time and they're running with it totally
0: yeah i I like that they are unashamedly and west side gun is the best example of this they unashamedly build on wu-tang's legacy 100 uh there's a
2: song called 94 ghost shit yeah you know it's i think it's conway and i think it's an alchemist song yeah yeah yeah, and so it sounds we, like it. Yeah, you know? Which and, is hard to do. Right. Though right. I will say he and it is a similar
1: sound like vocal pitch. Definitely. Uh,
0: well, it's it's like I think of it as like ghost on helium. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like right. West Side Gun. And I and my initial take on West Side Gun was I can't that's gonna be hard for me to listen to for right. a lot of mm-hmm. tracks, but surprisingly durable. Um, because I think uh the the Derringer um soundscapes. Mm-hmm. Just compliment it what does. he's doing it does, so yeah. well. So I'm just I'm I've definitely when I sat down and listened to a lot of stuff, I was really impressed. I
2: uh, mean, with, with all these Wu Tang comparisons, I mean he's definitely the RZA, right? I mean he he's the glue. De- Derringer, yeah. yeah In
1: terms of like the marketing. All that. Oh, the, you're saying Derringer. Derringer. Is the, is yeah, the yeah, I'm yeah. i like, West Gun is the RZA? No, God, no, no, no. Ghostface. No, right. It's <laughs> baby Ghostface. Yeah. Um, so I think all of us first heard of him when Doom did that collabo, seemingly out of yeah, nowhere. Totally, yeah, totally. West Side Doom, um, which I listened to at the time and was like, okay. Yep. Which he also did Bishop Nehru at that time. Mm-hmm. And then um, that guy from... The JJ, JJ Doom. What's that one? Gennaro Jarrell. He's exactly. from uh Philadelphia, right? Yeah, I don't know. Something like JJ that. JJ Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was like it seemed like Doom was like putting people on. Yeah. That right. was his Young thing riots. at the time. Now right. he's just not doing anything. I can't <laughs> tell. Yeah. So, but MIA, yeah. um according to our listener feedback survey, we're not supposed to talk about Doom as much. So I'll get off. Oh, this. that's hilarious. Um, I'm Whatever. just kidding. You're anyway, um so that yeah. So heard about him there, didn't really It didn't really click for me, and then it just came back up this year, and that was a while ago. Right, Um, right. But I think we should touch on and kind of tell people a little bit more about Conway and his – situation, if you will.
0: Yeah, well, Griselda is like kind of a, a confluence of situations. So as Riley alluded to, you know, they've all done like real jail time um, and Conway actually was shot in the head. Right. Um, which if you see him, you're like, if OK. you see footage of
2: him.
1: Like, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know if you guys remember this, but we talked a little bit about them when we reviewed that Netflix series, um, yeah. Rapture, because right. Just Blaze goes to work with them. And that's right. when I'm like holy shit, that guy's face doesn't work. Totally. Like, totally. I'd never seen him before. Right. And so it's was just like, it, it's kind of incredible what he's doing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. barely talk and my full face works. Totally. Like, <laughs> and he's, like, <laughs> spitting at an elite level. Like, he's a great rapper.
0: Yeah, and and, they're, uh, and in that series, and, and I kind of regret not being able to ask Riley about this, but in that series, you get a little glimpse of their live show mm-hmm. game, which is mm-hmm. reportedly, you know, off the hook. And so- right. Um. Yeah. They. The. The whole collective. Um. You know. Benny. For me, I just learned about Benny the Butcher. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Kind of through Alchemist's record. Um. He got this joint called Massacre, with um with Styles P on on one of those Alchemist um lunch meat or something lunch like beard that. or bread or yeah, mustard yeah. whatever <laughs> whatever one it was this year. Um, where I was like, whoa. I like Benny. Yeah, yeah. dude. He can this rhyme. He a, has uh, chops. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey. Hey. He brings home the bacon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, he's to me, if we're doing, we'll do ghost face or Wu-Tang comparisons. West Side would be the ghost face of the group. Yeah. Uh, I think Conway would be the Raekwon. Okay, um, sounds totally. And then Benny is Meth
2: hmm
1: God i don't, don't know. know maybe more like an inspected deck i like, was just say. like a pure rhymer right with like jizz? with like seemingly less gimmicks yeah yeah, yeah. but it's, it's not very as straightforward. cerebral as yeah yeah, yeah. As a, like jizz is building universes and stuff yeah, and yeah, this yeah dude's yeah. just like telling you about what happened that day Total, in a very totally. compelling way yeah. i mean yeah. that in the best possible way yeah yeah uh, i think the my favorite full-length project from any of them is uh benny's tana talk three which just came out yeah uh-huh. it just it came out at the end of last year it's just yep. a really solid record it's like I I would highly recommend you guys listening to that and uh, Supreme Blyantel. And then uh, I think the only there's two Conway records on um, Spotify, which is what I'm using these days. I don't have title. And it's the black record, which I think is a good record, but it doesn't rise to the level of the other two.
0: Okay, well, speaking of that, let's kind of get into um, again. This is Griselda 101. What's one track that you would recommend to somebody who wants to know more? Dave
2: well uh for me I'm gonna go with uh Westside guns uh track summerslam
0: 88
2: and uh you know that's one where he's like I'm more coke seller, less Coachella you know? and, uh, and, uh, and I love the beat it sounds like a rock marciano beat that he that rock would have devoured you know but But uh, Westside takes his time with it. It's very melodic, and you know we touched a little bit about the um, all the WWF references and samples. And it's like, how come no one has done that? That's like it It was there the whole time. Endless pool, you know, material. Like, sure, I've
1: told you guys, SummerSlam '88 was uh, my sister's birthday, where I got to watch wrestling with all her friends and eat the six foot subway sandwich. So, (laughs) pretty sure that's what that song is about. Landmark day day in my life. Also, West Side Gun, so uh, yeah. Buffalo to San Ho Connect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like wrestling for them is what Kung Fu clips were. Exactly, to that's, that's exactly Well it. said, my yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly so it. that's, um, okay, that's that's one track. Nate? Um,
1: I I, I kind of have two, but okay. um, uh, they're both on Tana Talk 3, which I was just talking about. One is called Rubber Bands and Weight.
3: I got ten niggas with me, all body catches that's T stretch and in Max 97 you know why we legends you know extra street shit they watch me stretch me. I put the microwave on 90 seconds the day my brother died
1: and that's produced by Alchemist okay and then there's another uh joint on there called Joe Peci 38.
3: Uh for the hustlers that's getting money, thinking fast and business who stayed up by playing smart and ducking bad decisions. I wore hand down some class, bitches laughed at niggers. Now I'm rock designer like I'm in the fashion business. I met a plug when I was
1: And that one's produced by Derringer. And mm-hmm. they're uh, they're the two kind of producers who are mainly associated with these guys and um they just bring a slightly different sound to it. Um Derringer's a little bit more grimy, alchemist right. a little bit more melodic we kind of talked about uh the elegant beat thing uh-huh. this is one of those elegant, mesmeric yeah yeah elegant beats um so yeah uh i think both of those are really strong and as you can tell by the track title rubber bands and weight his Office songs Supplies. are mostly about selling drugs yeah <laughs> and it's like he seemed to be pretty good at that and like be pretty successful with that except for the three bids and like uh, they just have a ton of stories to tell and have actually like lived some life right right
0: yeah but i think what what makes them special is they're they're able to tell those stories artfully i Mm -hmm. think we've we've reached a point in in rap where there's legit obviously legit you know drug dealers ex-drug dealers in the game my thing has always been like, can you tell that story with some flair? Right. With right, make it right. make make me care 'cause I've heard it's not that I haven't heard the story. Right. Like right, it's just right. it's in the telling and I think, yeah, I think Benny's um is, is definitely great at that. Um my particular track from Brazil to this year was uh, or last year, was a track that you guys told me about and I, I, somehow I slept on it, and I just came back upon it one day, and it's called Gods Don't Bleed. Mm-hmm. So this track is off of a Supreme Blind Tell, West Side Guns um, record, which is an amazing record. But um, it's just... I listen to that shit over and it's like one of those where I would listen to it and then I just run it back again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. number one, because I'm a sucker for a good Jada Kiss um, <laughs> cameo, but number two <laughs> is because the beat crawls along and you get this a lot with Griselda. These are slow, be like beats. they're in there at 85, yeah. 88, yeah. 90 BPMs, yeah, but um. They they kind of stack this wordplay, and Benny's really good at this, is kind of stacking the wordplay um, very, you know, almost in kind of like a Styles P way, where it just kind of builds, um, and it's just, uh, it's an alchemist beat, I believe. Mm. Um, and just, yeah, mesmeric, kind of real vibey, dark, but not dark in the sense of, because we're getting a lot of dark now, right? Yeah. There's yeah. a whole, like
1: subgenre of dark, totally yeah but this it, it
0: because it's it has this kind of this sample quality that is again wu-tang-esque but mm-hmm. so there's there's it's dark but there's some interesting color and texture to it that um you're not getting in a lot of these records that are trying to do this and so um that that would be head and show you're gonna listen to one track from from uh griselda to figure out if you're going to like this i think that would be yeah that would be a, a good starter kit i had a question for riley that i fucking forgot to ask and it's griselda is an interesting name for a label right yeah i uh, like it though i know I, th- I think it, it works i
1: have a theory of you, why okay is, Rosebud is, i theory. think it's like uh <laughs> <laughs> um i believe and i could be wrong here and i will probably be wrong because i always am um it's like the mobster's mother kind of it's like so something so along those so lines, so right? there is a, a very like famous, a famous drug gangster.
0: dealer um on her last name escapes me but her name was griselda and she was known as the cocaine godmother oh. um and i so okay in my and that was like accidental because when you google griselda that's like one of those things, things that comes up, up uh, and i'm like oh, okay that's, that's interesting a, that's a little kind of interesting side but it's 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 got everything. Westside Gun has amazing ad-libs, yeah, which yeah, ad-libs yeah. matter more than you think and when you, know, you listen the, to 50 the, tracks. The
2: interplay with their voices are really good as That's well. That's what I was going to yeah. say.
1: You know? If you, Our fellow old heads are just Hearing this episode and want to go discover something? Pull up your favorite YouTube or streaming service and look for a track with all three of them. Right? I don't have totally. one to recommend because I didn't right. write it down. But there's it's you get this really interesting look of the contrast between the vocal qualities and the right. kind of different methods of storytelling. Totally, totally.
2: I mean, if you listen to like all their projects like in a row, you're gonna be like, oh, it all kind of sounds the same. You know what I mean? After a while, you get used to it. Yeah. I mean, if if gutter punk is a thing, this is sort of gutter rap, right? Right. So, oh yeah. That's funny. yeah yeah. That's
1: interesting. Um, and but, I think though. Drumless thing gets a little overplayed. I don't agreed. find it to be especially drumless. It's not yeah. like MPC drumming or anything, but totally. it's like it, it just the loops have drums almost totally. always. Agreed, agreed. It's, it's, it's not loud rap. It's, it's, it's not it's, just pr- it's just not pronounced.
0: It's yeah. it's an sparse. It's not quite Rock Marciano, right? Like mm-hmm. he's not just floating on straight strings, strings <laughs> and 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 you know these kind of lusher soundscapes, right. but. Um, I think, you know, they, there's the interplay of the voices, they've got ad libs, they've got the skits, they've got these wild track names, which are all uh references to to different things. They've got their allusions to Wu Tang. Totally. It's it's very postmodern in the sense that it's building on all these things that came before and there's kind of an assumption that you know what right, these are. Right, you know what I mean? Right, and like right. everybody going into it kind of gets right. Is like on if the they inside. know, they know. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do one non-pusha T episode? <laughs> no
1: this is a different tea. coke rap. No <laughs> doom. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it is. It's a different. It's a. It is a different it's kind drug of coke rap. Though, rap. Right? Yeah. yeah, and there's probably some other drugs in there too. Um, yeah, I just I I think if you liked '90s gangster rap, you'll like this. Absolutely,
0: yeah, totally. absolutely. So so check it out. We will. We will post on our spotify
1: we have a spotify Hey-o. and an instagram now we got a spotify <laughs> and an instagram so
0: we will put together um a spotify playlist with some of our favorite tracks um how do you find people on spotify i don't know we're fucking dad bod rap pod on spotify search bar okay Yeah. type it in <laughs> search a motherfucker on spotify yeah um we will we will post after this episode comes out we will post our favorite um griselda joints Definitely feel free to interact with us on, on Facebook and Twitter and suggest yours. Tell us where we fucked up, things that we, things that we missed. Um, I've, I finally got into some, like, acrimonious Twitter stuff today, so it was kind of exciting. <laughs> so I, I, want, I, I definitely want folks to, um, to, you know, let us know what you thought about the episode. Let us know what you think about Griselda. And it's totally cool to go to your friends now and act like you discovered this. <laughs> and, and you put them on. That's what we're here for, folks. Um, impress your friends with your knowledge that you get from what the dead a rat pod. Should
1: we do plugs? We're <laughs> we gonna plug stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why don't it's the we new show format? Why don't Why don't we? Uh, You're going to Vietnam. I Tell people I about am, it. I am going to Vietnam. So jealous,
0: dude. I, um, I am going to Vietnam. Makes me the only one of
1: us who's never been to Vietnam. It's bullshit. <laughs> Get your bars up, Nate. I
0: know. Uh yeah, I'm going on a on a kind of workshop performance mini tour of of Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh City, Saigon. Um and shit's kind of crazy. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm ready, but um I intend to have a a great fucking time and and experience. It's
1: awesome, man. A whole nother
0: level. Two years ago I went to Cuba. Wow. Now I'm hitting up Vietnam. I'm doing the communist country uh, <laughs> tour, world world tour, the but USO tour. But yeah, shout out to uh, Blood Moon Orchestra. It's um, I'm working with a, a Vietnamese classical instrumentalist mm-hmm. who's is surprisingly hip. Her name is uh, Vanessa Vo. You can look her up on. Uh, uh, she did a TED Talk and she has a tiny desk as well. But she was like, "Hey, I want to put hip hop into classical Vietnamese music to show the kids that they show— Who should... better? Yeah,
1: then Dem One. That's San right, San Jose. Dem One from San Jose. Rap yeah. ambassador. Hello. Um,
0: so yeah, so she swooped me up. Going going on tour. It's it's a it's a seven piece band. It's should be should be fun. Also terrified. So you're gonna love it. Have, have fun. You're not gonna man, it. Yeah.
1: Send me pictures of spring rolls. Yeah, you're, absolutely. You're not
0: gonna have a bad meal. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. No, I, so. I anticipate eating tofu until I explode.
1: Oh. Um, that's... That will be a little rough, huh? That's... The no meat thing. Oh man, come on! Do you man. think he's in trouble?
2: I think so. Yeah. I mean, not not because not for lack of awesome food choices, but vegetarian but, ones. Yeah, yeah. But, so what I'm like reading is like opportunity cost. Yeah. pork, <laughs> pork <laughs> totally.
0: is infused in everything. Yeah. Like there's always so so well, fish sauce. I mean. You know, I'm right. gonna. I'm gonna Do you care about sauces and stuff like that? No, no. If you if you okay. broth with the meat, I'm some, I'm, some I'm okay. fine I'm, with it okay. as long as I'm not <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> chewing on a literal uh, wing of a chicken. But okay. um, yeah, I got my diarrhea medicine and let's rock,
1: dude. You know I mean? Dope, dope, dope.
0: Uh, other plugs? What you guys
1: got? Do you out. have anything big coming out?
0: Uh, I wouldn't say big. I just did
2: the liner notes for the reissue of Hieroglyphics' um, Third Eye Vision. It's nice. coming
1: out uh, Record
2: Store Day next year. Um, that's nice. that's really far in advance. Totally, like is, is it not? It's, it's a April or thing, May, so it yeah. just takes forever. Um, I'm working on a piece on uh the making of um Times Up with OC. Oh, oh cool. Nice, just nice. a just a little, like a little post. And um, I'm also wrapping up a uh, a long piece I've been working on for years. Um it's a piece on uh, Ruby Andrews, um, oh, soul cool. singer. So, nice. and the stories are incredible. So, um, ah, that's going to be out
1: soon. Can't wait to read that. Thanks, man. What about you, Nate? Uh I'm going to plug our side project. Uh Dave and I put out the initial episode of the Wax Poetics podcast, Wax Poetics, the music journal. Um, repository for information on soul, funk, reggae, jazz, hip-hop, etc. Um, we linked with them to do a very special uh, podcast. We interviewed Dell, the funky homo sapien, at his house um, to talk about the 25th anniversary of No Need for Alarm. Mm-hmm. And that came out at the end of last year. And uh, it was pretty exciting for, yeah, him, very for very me, exciting. dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're proud of that, and we would love it if you guys would listen to it. It's on SoundCloud, on um, soundcloud.com slash wax.com dash poetics i believe I believe so yeah um we're just search no need for alarm podcast or wax poetics podcast or my twitter dave's twitter yeah um, yeah. yeah so we're we're branching out we're uh, we're growing the brand um but yeah that's that's kind of it
0: okay um, well we hope you've enjoyed this uh griselda 101 brought to you from the minds of dad bod rap pod stay tuned um this year 2019 um, is a year that I call nostalgia porn um, (laughs) because it's we're 20 years removed from uh, from 1999 we are uh, we're 25 years removed from 1994 um, and we're 30 years removed from 1989 so two uh, of the
1: three of those had really good music. <laughs> are you shitting on 89 Oh, you're shitting on 99 99 okay <laughs> we looked at the list when we had our little meetings that's right some of, the, some of the releases in 99 are rough man yeah, that yeah was a so, brutal time for mainstream hip-hop yeah
0: uh that was uh, the acty phase of uh of, 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 of hip-hop's <laughs> development but that's um we we've, we've got a bunch of um concepts lined up where we're going to touch on um some of just the landmark releases that that came out of those years and so um Stay tuned for that and other fly banter, dad bod, rat pod.